Well, I'm here with Andrew Denton. Andrew and his wife Sue are great friends of Claire and I. How I've shared, and I like to introduce Andrew and Sue, we're honoured that we can call them mentors, but we're humbled that they see us as friends. And we're going to have a bit of a uh, coffee time, breakfast with Andrew, and we want to be discussing the issues around faith and business and how they actually are integrated together and, and, and really intertwined and not separate issues at all. Hey Andrew, thanks so much for having Brecky and time with us. We're here in Queenstown at the Mavericks Convention. Someone has to be in Queenstown. Someone has to be in Queenstown. Someone has to suffer for the Lord. Um, and look, we're just here. I just wanted to explore with you, I guess, this morning a, a, a bit about faith and business. Um, and for me, growing up, I remember I wanted, you know, passionately a Christian, loving business. But it, it's taken me some time to to reconcile faith and business together, that sometimes we see that if you're a spiritual person, that's different to being a business person. How have you brought those two together? And for you growing up, was it was it ever a, uh, a dichotomy? Was it something that you all saw, saw integrated? Guess tell us a little bit about that backstory for you in terms of faith and business and how you've seen them link in. Well, I think it's, um, I think it's critical. Mm. I really do. I think, um, you know, for a, uh, a Christian businessman, um, I think people got to understand too that, you know, business is business. Business mm. is the business. Mm. People say, oh, you have a Christian business. No, I said, oh, I have a business, but I happen to be a Christian. Mm. Mm. I love that. And so, um, you know, I just understand the reason that I'm in business. Mm. You know, my own, um, you know, for, for, our, for our business, our mission statement is to create wealth mm. through kingdom principles for kingdom purpose. Mm. So my, my business is in place, in mm. position, mm. For, for kingdom purpose. Wow. And so everything that, that we do in business mm. has, a, has an end goal mm. of, of being king, on kingdom purpose. Mm. And so um, that means that from a faith position, I'm always uh, looking for, for God's guidance in it, on every step that we take in business. Wow. Um, whether it's on um, looking at new projects, you know, you know, to who we who we're going to partner with on, on joint ventures, all those sort of things. You know, I'm I'm expecting God to sort of guide my path mm. on those things, and so I, I really believe that um, <laughs> I, I wouldn't like to do business without. Mm. My faith. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's more key. Mm. I, I think business without faith would be just tough. Mm. Business arena is tough enough, mm. but um, without God, yeah, pretty hard. Yeah. Now your business itself, property development. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that and how long that's been running for? Yeah, we. Uh, my, my brother and I are, are in business together, and um, we've um, we've been doing that now for over 17 years, maybe 18 years. Yep. And um, so it's pretty cool to be in business mm. with uh, your younger brother. And um, he brings a different, obviously, set of skills and you know, dynamics to the business than, than I do, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> and um, and so, you know, yes, we, we do land subdivisions, and um, we've certainly found our niche, you know. Mm. But... Um, uh, you know, I love the opportunity that it brings also to bring salt and light to that industry. Yeah. You know, the word, 
developer and Dodger go together. Mm, mm. And um, so to have a, a a business that is integrous, mm. you know, that um, you know has that is honest, mm-hmm. is it, quite a rare thing in mm-hmm. in my game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, we we make sure that you know that we've got a, a great reputation mm-hmm. for who we are and what we do. Mm. So practically, you can see how your Conviction in faith and how you want to do business has has actually resulted in a in, in a differentiator for you as developers. Oh, I do think so. I mean, you know, I, I know, for instance, um, you know, because we're we're fair and honest. Um, what that actually comes back to is, like, for instance, we're very good payers, mm. and in this in this industry, um, getting paid, you know, as a, <coughs> whether that's a contractor or a yep. consultant. Um, Let's face it, cash flow is king, you know. Yep. And so for for us, we've always gone out of our way to make sure that we're never making late payments. Wow. I mean, if I if I want to stand up and say that I, you know that, I, that I'm a Christian and uh, that, I, that I believe in that, but then I'm, I'm making people wait for their money and mm. trying to rip them off. Mm. Ah, well, that's stuff that's never going to work. Mm. And so for us, you know, we 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 pay wow. on time or early if we can. Wow. And um, and fair. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's a if it's a, if it's a legitimate variation, we'll, you know, we're gonna mm-hmm. we'll look at it properly. You know, yeah. I'm not out to get yeah. over. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so wise, but yeah, of course you have to be wise. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so we can't we, we don't get rolled too easily. Mm-hmm. And I'm in business for profit. Mm-hmm. I think that's the key here. Mm-hmm. We're not doing this to make uh, chump change. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our purpose, as before, is, is mm-hmm. kingdom purpose, mm-hmm. and um, you know we've. You know, been able to over the years, you know, um, pour a lot of money into the kingdom. Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, and um, that's that's what it's about. Mm. And you can't pour a lot of money in if you're not making good profit. That's it. Now I want to talk about profit. How how, how yeah. was that? You know, so you're you're absolutely happy to maximise the profit in the business. And what's been the reaction to that? I mean, um, especially in the earlier days. Uh, do you, were there were there misunderstandings uh, on that? And do you do you see misunderstandings today? And, and how do you go with that? Um, no, I don't. I, I don't see an issue at all. I've never had problems with uh, anybody uh, under, misunderstanding. You know what we do property wise. I mean, when you're in the, in the property market, people are only going to buy your land, for instance. If it's the right price, yeah. But it's not the right price. You just go buy someone else's. Yeah. So you know, I'm not in a position, you know, where I can actually set the price, whatever I want yeah. to be. It's yeah. the market, market forces, price, yeah. market forces. Yeah. And um, but you know, we hope that when we, when we buy a project initially, mm. that we buy well, mm. so that there is there is good margin in it. Mm. And um, and so for for us, we've only ever done projects. Mm. That have good market. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one's got a gun to our head to make us do, do, do mm-hmm. you know projects that are the skinny margin. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't believe in doing skinny margin projects. Mm-hmm. I, you know, if we don't have a good margin, mm-hmm. we won't do it. Mm-hmm. And do you find that you know you, can, you have some people with with a solid faith, um, and they would find it hard to reconcile a solid faith with a lot of profit. And I, I know that's not your issue, but. What's your thought on that? Does, you, does it surprise you that people have that view? Can you understand why they might have that view? Oh, look, I think um, <laughs> I think I know the devil's done a very, very good job in Christendom mm. of creating so much um, 
confusion and discontent around money and finance in the kingdom, and and um, it's just uh, it's just wrong. It's wrong. And um, you know when we when you understand that. Um, that God wants to see us blessed mm. to be a blessing. Mm. To be a blessing. Mm. Mm. You know, there's nothing in um, in our mission statement, mm. you know, that says, um, you know, create wealth so uh, Andrew and Susan can have nice cars, you know, mm-hmm. live nice houses, mm-hmm. go nice holidays. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's all about a kingdom purpose. Yeah. And as a byproduct, yeah. yes, we, we can have those things mm-hmm. because <clears throat> I know and God knows that those mm. things don't have me. Mm. Mm. You know, our purpose is is, mm. is, is all for people. Mm. So mm. I think that is um, that is the absolute key. Yeah. If we continue to keep putting God first mm. in everything we do, mm. then the the, the the trappings of mm. of uh, of the world mm. is never an issue. Yeah. And have there been times when when it's been challenging for you? You know, like maybe times early on in the career, and you're excited with the profit and 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 some of the afterflows that that happens what would you say sometimes for you know I, I can think of I guess um, you know business people I know just starting up project goes well and suddenly the money comes in the toys are there really quickly and 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 you know they, they can be a distraction sure what would you say to some people in that way that you know if we do like you said if we frame it right it's good sometimes you can get distracted what are some practical sort of thinking that, that you found that that has helped you keep the main thing the main thing? I've got to say, I've, I've, I've not had a problem with keeping the main thing the main thing, which is with what we're really saying here is putting God first, because I, I did it my way for 10 years previous, right. and, um, and made a mess of it, really. Yeah. Because, you know, I was trying to do it in, in my strength, yeah. and under, you know, under my, my direction. Yeah. And so... You know, I saw, you know, my wife and I, we saw a radical turnaround mm. when we finally decided to mm. put God first and take, mm-hmm. you know, take, you know, God-inspired faith, mm-hmm. you know, steps. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I, I, I remember the bad old days mm. to, that, that, that sort of helps to keep mm-hmm. that on track. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, yes, we like the, the mm-hmm. toys and, you know, and the... And the lifestyle, that's some stuff, and that's great. But realistically, today, the lifestyle actually has allowed me to do what I do mm-hmm. in in ministry, so to mm-hmm. speak, because it's freed me up to do that. Mm-hmm. Hasn't freed me up to go sit in sit in a boat and drive a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Not there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, but it's actually allowed me mm-hmm. to you know to mm-hmm. basically travel the globe mm-hmm. speaking about generosity. Yeah. And not have to do it for money. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And so before you got to that point, so there was ten years of you running your business yourself, your way, not working, and you, and you something you, you hit some sort of point where you went, this is not working. I'm going to change. Can you can you give me a bit of the backstory that led to that point, and and what was it that gave you that clarity to go, no more, I'm going to do it a different way? Huh. Yeah, well. Um that's my wife giving me a hard time. <laughs> in a loving way. In a loving way. I remember I, because um, I was I was literally working full time, had two other businesses, and I was working from you know six thirty in the morning till often 10, 11 o'clock at night, and, um, five six days or six days a week. Yep. 
And um, I came in late one afternoon to have some food, put some fuel in my body to go back out to work again. And my wife made this uh, ridiculous statement to me. She said, Andrew, do you realise that I'm a single mother with three kids? And I'm like, what are you talking about? You know? She said, that's, that's, that's ridiculous. She said, no, it's not. I said, well, you married to me. She said, yeah, that doesn't negate the fact that I'm a single mum with three kids. Wow. And I'm like, what are you, what are you talking about? Mm. You know, I'm here. She goes, no, 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 you're never here. Wow. All you ever do is work. Wow. You just work, work, work. Mm. You know, then I remember I, I was sort of getting a bit upset because she was probably just touching a bit of a raw nerve, yeah, you know. Yeah. And you're feeling unappreciated. Yeah, at that point, yeah. then I'm saying, well, I said, well, you know, I'm doing it for the family. Of course. Yeah. She says, what family? Do you realise we've been eight years without a holiday? Wow. That's sort of really starting to mm. hammer home a bit. And, mm. Um, mm. you know, by this point, I'm, I'm really not happy. <laughs> and I remember actually storming out of the house and slamming the door and getting my truck. And mm. I drove a few kilometres down the road. Mm. And I don't mind admitting you, even on camera, you wow. know, that I pulled over the side of the road and I, I, I bawled like a baby. Wow. And I thought, Andrew, what are you doing, you idiot? Wow. You're a beautiful wife, three great kids. Mm. Throwing it all the way. Yeah. What became very clear to me was mm. that <laughs> I knew I was doing everything on Andrew's purpose, mm. not on God's purpose. Yeah. And so, you know, I, um, I had to either do a bit of repenting, mm. but what I did do, was you know, the Bible clearly talks about asking, mm. seeking, and knocking. Mm. Can I tell you, it only took me three weeks, three lousy weeks. Mm. Mm. I was 31 years old at that time. Mm. Three weeks of mm. seriously down on my knees, praying <coughs> and asking and thinking, knocking. Mm. And God gave me my purpose. Wow. And that was 21 years ago. Wow. Life has never been. Insane. Been since it was, you know, it, was, wow. it, was the, it was the turnaround mm. in so many ways. Mm. It's interesting because I know you know you, you meet up, you travel, you travel the globe. Um, you, you do that on your own expense, trying to encourage people to, to live a generous life and to find their purpose. And sometimes business people come to you and they say, "Look, I'm trying, but nothing's happening." And uh, you know, one of your challenges is. is Pray with your partner every day, yeah. and come back to me in a year, and you know, tell me that your life's not going to be different. Yeah. So, so you've got to, you know, so instead of giving people a business tip, you're, you're pointing them to what you believe the real life is. I met, I met so many different people from so many different spheres of life, mm. and I'm not actually even interested in what they even do for a living. Yeah. Because that's irrelevant, actually. Yeah. What it, what I've worked out. After, you know, mm. over the last 21 years, mm. it's all about heart condition, mm. and it's all about putting God first, mm. and it's all about focusing on on that. Mm. You know, if you um, if you get that right, mm. the other part just works out. Yeah, and so you know, um, yeah, so it's the it's the the little things. Uh, definitely, you know, it's about listening to your wife. Now, am I perfect at that? No. Mm. I wish I was more. Mm. I try to be, yeah. and um, my wife reminds me quite regularly, <laughs> um, because I do believe, and I talk about it a fair bit, I, I do believe the Holy Spirit speaks through our wives, mm. to us. Mm. Us men, we're one-dimensional. Mm. We're very good at doing one mm. thing at the one time, mm. but uh, you know, the ladies, they can do four or five and mm. whatever. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I think as a husband and wife especially, you know, if you can, if you can pray together, and um, you know, be that three-stranded cord, which is not easily broken, 
Because you remember, when you actually become on purpose, you know, on mission, you know, the devil's going to do whatever he can to, to destroy you and, and to distract you and to discourage you. Yeah. And if he can, if he can break up your marriage, yeah. if he can if he can take that distraction. Yeah. He's just about gotcha. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I've been married 32 years now, and I think more than ever, more than ever, um, I have to. I have to be conscious and, and fight, fight for my marriage. Yeah, because I know how important that is, mm. and so you know I um, I need to give honour to Susan because she's this amazing lady, mm. you know, who um, who allows me, you know, the, to be on mission, on purpose, doing what we do, and um, I couldn't do it without her support. Yeah, well, mm. I mean, I know your influence on our lives has has influenced uh, at my marriage with Claire or our marriage. Um, you know how how to pray together practically, and uh, I guess when I was younger, I always make the joke I'm Asian, I'm 84. Um, but when I was younger, it was this: I know what I'm doing, I can frame it, I can set the vision, work out the steps. Here's the logic. And sometimes my wife would say something like, I don't have a good feeling about that. Mm. Or I think we should go for this. I'd be saying things to her like, well, that's not realistic. Um, uh, but now just really um, pushing into her for the intuition and, and, and working out it together and praying about um, it together. And so I guess in the, that, those 10 years when you were doing it yourself and you, you had that moment, what were some of the practical things that changed? Like, I, I, I guess, spiritually and mentally, and with all you've got, you said, right, I'm going to put God first, yeah. and other things will flow. But for the guys listening, there were some practical outworkings, of, of, and, and I'm sure there were some discipline decisions you oh, had to I make think, to, to think, change I that. I think the discipline is, um, is a key. Well, actually, what it, the real key is actually the wisdom, mm -hmm. but it, the discipline is actually what helps you get the wisdom. Mm -hmm. You know, see... Um, the Bible makes it quite clear that in all you get and get wisdom. Wisdom is a principal thing. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. And, and I said, the well, hold on. I, I thought wisdom was you know, about intelligence. I thought, yeah, I'm in trouble here because yeah. you know, I left school at 15. I'm not very smart. Mm -hmm. But it's actually got nothing to do with intelligence, yeah. thank you, God. It's actually got everything <laughs> to do with application. Yeah. And so, you know, we, we actually gain the knowledge relatively easy. We live in a society today where you know, our little phones, our smartphones have so much information and knowledge, it's not funny. Yeah. But you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't actually implement it, if you don't actually apply it to your life, mm. it doesn't become wisdom. Mm. And so, you know, I, I, see a, I see a lot of people who, you know, are, are conference junkies, mm. and they've got notebooks full of notes, mm. and they've got mm. so much mm. information, so mm. much knowledge, mm. and yet they suffer from paralysis of analysis yeah. and actually don't put discipline in their life to actually take, take a decision yeah. to, you know, to do something with it yeah. and you know God's just asking us to take the step I love the, that. Faith, the faith side of it yeah. is taking the step yeah. and most people what happens is they're wanting to see the whole journey yeah. like, you know God show me the whole journey if God mm. showed me the whole journey mm. of my life over this last 21 years mm. it would have freaked me out yeah. you know so yeah. much that you yeah. know, and he knew that mm. and so he just says mm. I'm, you know you want the faith just mm. take one step mm. then take the next step mm. then take the next step mm. and so um it's an exciting life. Yeah, yeah. It's an exciting life mm -hmm. when, when you when you live that way because it shows you that it, what it does it keeps me reliant on God because mm -hmm. 
I don't know my second step, mm. my third step. Yeah, awesome. And so, but I do know that he will keep his promise to guide my path. Yeah, yeah. But what that means is my spiritual antenna needs to be up to be able to hear where that is. Mm. Mm. And so, you know, we've got to we've got to put ourselves in that position mm. where God can lead and direct us. Mm. Mm. And that. that's a that's a personal decision. Because mm. you know, there's I think uh, and it's particular relevant at this for wisdom and guidance and a lot you're pointing to in terms of relationship with God a passage of scripture from Proverbs where it says the glory of God is to conceal a matter to seek a matter out is the glory of kings and that um, that sense of I guess a lot of business people are out there going God show me what you want me to do and I'll do it and God's saying I know and that's I'm not going to show you everything I'm going to conceal it and keep you dependent upon me yeah. and that's really what you were saying there is like I've got to stay dependent on God and what, what's it been like? As I guess some of um, what you know, the, the uh, successes have flowed on from your business. What's kept? Is that is that what's kept you grounded and kept you close to God? Is a full recognition of His life source. You know, I, I say that because you know sometimes people hit their definition of success and and become independent and, and detached. What's kept you not just attached but more enthusiastic and, and, and pushing into God? I think because. One of, the, one of the big reasons is that we talk a bit about here is, is legacy. And, you know, that's, in simple terms, that's generational. You know, I, um, I'm, <laughs> I'm wanting to, to duplicate myself and Susan across the globe. But you know where I want to start? I want to start it within my own family. Yeah. You know, I want, I want my own children and grandchildren today to be... You know, to be part of that. I mean, when we first started this 21 years ago, mm. almost cliched, I said, you know what, this is not about what we're giving this year's theme, we're giving the final. This is what we're doing for our children's children. Yeah. You know, at the time, my eldest son was 10 years old. Yeah. Well, now he's 30, 31. Yeah. And, you know, and, and we, he yeah. has a son, I have a grandson. Yeah. And I've actually seen that come to pass. Mm. All I know is the last 20 years went like that. Wow. And I thought, okay. You know, I, I've this is this is about the generations, and so I love the fact that at 100x here, there are a lot of young couples here that um, are, are seeking out clarity, seeking out direction. And I know because we've experienced it that when you do ask, seek, and knock, God will show it. Yeah. And so I, I'm I'm just wanting to try and show the way and, and be a guide there, and you know. 21 years ago, we were almost pioneering in this, what we're doing, yeah, it yeah. felt like it. Yeah. Whereas now, you know, I want people to get a sort of start from our shoulders. Yeah, that's unreal. Where does the where does the Bible fit in your life, and, and, and what place does it take in, in your family? The Bible is, um, the Bible is the Word of God, and you need to see it that way. And for me, when I'm, when I'm doing my daily, daily Bible reading. Mm. Um, I'm not just doing it to tick the U version box. Mm. How good U version? Yeah, but, awesome. um, yeah. but I'm actually having an, I have an expectation because I'm wanting God to guide my path. I'm looking for Him to speak to me. One of the clearest ways He speaks to us is, is through His Word, obviously. Mm. And so, um, you know, I'm reading, doing my daily reading with an expectation that God's going to speak to me. Mm. Now, 
I said earlier, I'm not that smart. Sometimes I've got to read it two, three times <laughs> to actually try and get some understanding. And it may even take a bit of a mm. cut and paste, send it off to a couple of friends, mm. send to the family, even to get their response mm. to, for the, to, to then impact mm. me. Go, oh, okay, that's, mm. glad you saw that, you know, because that's what I'm, you know. Mm. So I, I don't want to waste, I suppose, my point. I don't want to waste. My, my my bubble reading mm. by just being a you know this is a habit and I've got to tick the box I've done yeah. the bubble reading yeah. no 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 to me mm. I'm expecting mm. that God's going to speak to mm. me you talk about the four D's do you want to just uh, chat to us about that and why why is that important you know because there's there's heart there but there's dis- discipline involved in the, yeah well, in the four, well my four D's are you know the daily deliberate discipline decisions mm. because I often like to talk about the fact that what I've actually been talking about is simple. It's very simple. I'm trying to dumb things down, keep it simple. Yeah, so you can implement. Totally. Yeah. We've got to keep yeah. it simple because yeah. the devil's done a great yeah. job of creating confusion and, yeah. and making things very complicated. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah. It's simple. Yeah. But it's not easy. Yeah. And unfortunately, that's why so many Christians, I find, aren't prepared to do it all because yeah. it, it will take... Mm. It'll take some work. And so for me, the, the daily part about it is that if you're on purpose, on mission, 24-7, the 365 mm. days a year, mm. you're on purpose. Mm. I'm on. Mm. Everything that I'm doing mm. is about mm. kingdom, is about mm. purpose. Mm. Second point, deliberate. Mm. Deliberate means deliberate means intentional. Mm. Yeah, deliberate is um, uh, being proactive, not reactive. Deliberate is... I'm running my diary, not someone else is running mm. my diary. Meaning, I'm planning things I'm going to do today, mm. what I'm going to do this week, this month, what I'm going to do this year, you know? Mm. So it's, you know, if you don't plan what you're going to do, mm. life will just happen to you. Yeah. And we, we, can't, we can't be people of life just happening to us. Yeah. You know, we've got to be intentional. We've, yeah. got, to, we've got to put things in place. Yeah. But then I find, you know, there's the people who have the the, the first point, the daily and the and the intention and everything, and they've got spreadsheets like you wouldn't believe mm-hmm. okay, you know, and, and then they suffer from paralysis of analysis yeah, because yeah, too much. all they're concerned about is I can't get a little green bit to work yeah, you know? yeah. and really what they've got to do is just put some discipline that third point put mm-hmm. some discipline in their life mm-hmm. to finally make a decision yeah. to take the step yeah. and so I think it's, the, it's, the, it's moving people from yes it's awesome mm-hmm. that you're looking at things daily and you're planning and all those things mm. But all the planning in the world's pointless mm. without actually putting the discipline in your life mm. and making the decision to move forward. Mm. Mm. And here's the cool thing I say to people, you know, what God's looking for you to do is take that step mm-hmm. so he can then guide you. Mm. There's no wrong step. Mm. Mm. Really, there's no real wrong step. Yeah. Because even if, 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 the, if the goal is there mm. and you step over here, God will guide you back because yeah. he's promised it. The mm. problem is when people are sitting on their on their lounge at home with their spreadsheet mm. and not moving and not doing anything mm. day after day, week after week, yeah. month yeah. after month, year after year, mm. and saying, you know, God wants to bless me. He's like, man, you're going to make a move? You're going to take a step. But, you know, something you've said, you know, the blessing of God depending upon you, not on God, and that's what you're suggesting there is that we, we can be in that, you know, paralysed by fear or analysis or reasons why we can't, but the fear, make that the step. Fear's, the fear's a big mm. one. Mm. The fear's a big one because it's actually a trust issue. Mm. Mm. It's actually saying, I don't actually trust you, God. Mm. Mm. And, you know, fear and faith mm-hmm. are exactly the same emotion, just one's negative, the other's positive. Mm. 
and you know, with, with a, a, a little bit of faith, we can drive out the fear. Mm. And so, you know, um, we understand that that uh, there's always going to be the challenges. Mm. You know, when we've ripped that lid off, we mm -hmm. talk about mm -hmm. that. Um, yeah, the devil's not going to be happy, mm. and he's going to he's going to come at us. He's going to attack. Mm. But we don't need to be fearful. Mm. You know, if we believe that on, at the cross, Jesus defeated him, mm. he's overcome. It's done. Mm. It's done. Mm. Remember, he goes around. The devil talks about the devil goes around like a roaring lion. Mm. I mean, he's, he's actually not. He's mm. toothless. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he's very good. Mm. Remember, he's the father of lies. He's very good at creating discouragement, mm. discontent, and all those things that gets us fearful. Mm. But when we understand that we just need a little bit of faith to be faithful, mm. we drive the fear out mm. and we take that step. Mm. Then God honors that and he promises mm. to God out mm. mm. And it's, it's a great, great way to live your life. Mm. It's, it's an exciting life. Mm. You know, for 10 years prior, I did it my way. Man, I was Andrew the Boring. Yeah. Because what it was worth. This way, this is this is an exciting life. Yeah. I, I I love the fact that mm. um, you know, when we get a challenge on us, my brother and I, we say, mm. when we're under attack, we're right on track. Yeah, awesome. Now, do I actually enjoy the attacks? No, I don't enjoy the attacks. Mm. But mm. these days, I'm not concerned about them because I mm. just think, all right, good experience. I've yeah. experienced them all. I've seen God turn up. I've seen mm. God turn up. Mm. I've seen mm. God turn up. Mm. So now, when the attacks come, mm. it's like, all right, well, mm. you, you've got this. Mm. You've got this. And, and, mm. and so they're no longer a priority. Mm -hmm. Are we doing something about them? Yeah. Uh, yes. Are we yeah. making choices? Yes. But it's not a priority. Mm -hmm. A priority is keeping. A priority is purpose. Yeah. And, and making so, those decisions in that order. Yeah, the, the, there's a range of viewers and listeners, and some that would be listening or looking at this, and you're really challenging their view. And they might be critical, right, because um, this might stir up emotions of... Um, that it's not consistent with their their, their biblical view. Yeah. What would you say to those guys in terms of that journey? You know, and, and, and dare I say, maybe some critics out there. What would you say to them? I can probably even understand how they think because, mm. honestly, that was the way that I thought too for 31 years. I mean, I'm brought up. I'm the son of a pastor. I was the son of a pastor, and unfortunately, I was brought up in a Pentecostal church where poverty mentality reigned. If you were rich, you were dodgy. Money was the root of all evil. Mm. And it's just lies. Mm. It's just lies. Mm. You know, when you actually read the promises in the Bible, God, God wants to bless us all. Mm -hmm. So, so it's, not, it's not God who's holding us back. Mm. It's us. Mm. You know, the choice is, the choice is ours, mm. you know, to, to, to reach out and mm. take the first step. Mm -hmm. That just makes it actually pretty clear. Yeah. You put me first mm -hmm. and be on purpose mm -hmm. and you can have all. Mm -hmm. You can have all. No fine print in my Bible under all. Yeah. All is all. And yeah. so, you know, um, does it come does it come with attack? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it does. It comes with that. Mm -hmm. But that's okay, as I'm sure. If we also understand and trust God mm -hmm. that he's overcome the devil, mm -hmm. we need not be fearful. Mm -hmm. But you will I mean, I, I don't want to shock you guys, but you'll always be under attack. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm. And, but it's, I'm no longer fearful. Mm. So yes, the attack is there. I think possibly the, the more you're out there, mm. the more that you're out there stretching, the more you're out there to make a difference, the devil's going to attack you even mm. harder. Mm. Man, I'm glad you say that because I think there are, there are people here that go, when are my 
business or influence or relationship or whatever it might be hits this level, then I'm going to have no problems. And, and people might look at um, you know, people in their lives that they deem as successful and go, look at their guys, they're on easy street. Um, but you, you're really saying that if, you, if you're living with that motive, that the problems don't go away. Oh, no, you know, I know, if they increase. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> the devil really sees you as a foe, mm. and he's going to do whatever he can to take you down. Yeah. I actually talk about the fact that, you know, that as a Christian, mm. if you're comfortable, that's the scariest place to be. Yeah. Because, you know, the devil's come along, and he's put a, he's put a lid on you, and he's got you contained, and you didn't even know it. Because mm. he doesn't see you as a threat anymore. Mm. When the devil doesn't see you as a threat, mm. bad place to be as a Christian. Mm. Mm. I, I, you know, I've heard people say, you know, like, when I wake in the morning, I want the devil to go, oh, no, he's awake. Mm. Mm. You know, because my, my, my purpose is kingdom. Mm. I'm here, I've got to change people's lives, mm. changing people's circumstances, mm. you know, bringing wholeness, you know, there. And so, um, mm. That, yeah. that's, that's a threat. You know, a good friend of ours who's sharing with us at 100X Mavericks convention this year is Lee Domain. And I know one thing he says... Smartest that, man in the world. Smartest man in the world. <laughs> Nicest American I know. Um, but, you know, he says, you know, the pastor sets the vision and the business person sets the pace. And I know you reflect that hard as you go around the world uh, trying to encourage generosity and this intertwining of uh, kings and priests. How do you see the world now? Do you think that message is, is receptive? Do you see business people seeing that they've got an essential part in the body of Christ? And yeah, you know, like it's um, it's still a tiny percentage, unfortunately. Mm. But it's amazing uh, what what can be achieved for the kingdom with this small percentage. Mm. Like amazing what mm. can be done. Mm. You know, I'm doing my best to build to get a bigger percentage of people, mm. but. Um, you know, when when a, when a Christian who has passion for, for you know for the influence of the kingdom by what they can do with their with their finances mm. gets in behind a pastor with a huge vision, mm. man, that's that's what it's about. Mm. And so for me, I've always been blessed to have had a pastor that has an enormous vision, mm. enormous mm. vision. And, um, and that's uh, Brian and Bobby Houston. Yeah, Brian and Bobby Houston. And so for for me, I've been blessed to have had that had that from day one. Because if you if you don't have a pastor that's got a big vision, mm. unfortunately, the businessman, the woman, will look elsewhere mm. for their motivation. Yeah. And usually down the wrong place. Yeah. And so you know, I uh, I think that the the, the, the pastor providing the vision mm. is vital. Mm. He provides a vision, we mm. provide the provision. Mm. Mm. And, um, and it's, a, it's about also not giving the strength. Mm. Mm. You know, this is, um, this is not, you know, we're paying for service. Mm. You know, otherwise you might as give an invoice. Mm. This is, you know, God just asks us to give. Mm. Once mm. we're given, mm. Mm. I, have to, I don't have to be concerned about mm. what is done with it. Mm. You know, that responsibility now is, you know, is a board mm. responsibility, the church's management responsibility. Mm. They're the ones who've got to answer the God for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. He just asked me to give. Yeah. And so, you know, um, yeah, that's and, great, that part of it. And I know something that Pastor uh, Brian and Bobby say, that the, the church is built not on the, um, uh, the, the giving of a few, but the sacrifice of many. Absolutely. And what would you say to that person who feels like they've got the heart to be a giver, 
but their means, financial means, is limited at the moment. What what would you say to them to let them know that what they do is essential? It's never been about the money, mate. It's always been about the heart, and so um, you have to start when you have a little. Because I'm telling you now, if you're going to wait until you've got a lot, then you're never going to do it. Yeah. Like, I said, trust me, you're never going to do it. I've seen yeah. so many people over the years who have said, oh, when I get my business to here, or, you know, at this point, you know, I want to mm. get this, when I get this partner out, you know, then I'll be able to do all the things. Mm. Mm. It never actually happened, mm. because they actually didn't give mm. when they had a little. Mm. Mm. And it's about practicing that generous generous muscle, mm. Mm. you know, mm. practicing that, building mm. that up. Mm. And you know, when you've got a little, you can only give a little. Mm. But then... God then says, okay, you know, I my own, in my own life, my wife and I, we started when we had a little, and it was scary. Mm. Wow, it was hard. Mm. Mm. You know why? Because it was the first time we had to do it. Yeah. Still the hardest check I ever wrote was the first one. Yeah. Not about the amount, it was just the fact that I had to take that trust. Yeah. And so then we put it in practice, trusted God, mm. wow. Mm. And then over the years, God's blessed us in the manner that, you know, we've been able to increase that. Mm. But it's actually never about the money. Yeah. It's not about the money. Yeah. It's a heart condition. Mm. Mm. And so we always talk about it's, it's not about equal giving, it's about equal sacrifice. Mm. And um, but God doesn't care really if you give five bucks mm. or if you give 50,000. Mm. He just wants to know, though, that there's the stretch and then, it, then it's a heart and it's a faith step. Mm. That's what he's concerned about. Mm. This is not about paying for service. Yeah. It's I not lo- about tipping God. I love how it all connects, you know, like I was just thinking when you're talking about what you're sharing there, the four Ds, and just that passage when, when God says, you know, he loves a cheerful giver. It, it's really talking about an intentional giver. You know, oh, and um, and that's got nothing. It's not. I, don't, I love a big giver. I love an intentional giver. Yeah. And that that passage of scripture is relevant for someone that perceives whether they're making a big difference or not. It is what you say. You, you, you hear this, the story <clears throat> you know, of Jesus spotting the, the 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 old woman who puts the two yeah, little copper coins in, yeah. and he said he says she's given more than all these guys, these wealthy guys. Yeah. You're like what? Mm. Because she gave from all she had. Mm, mm. And so it's, it's never been about the amount. Yeah. We really need to understand that it's not about the amount. Mm. It's about the heart condition mm. Mm. and understanding that's what it is. Mm. God's going to get all the money he needs. Mm. He's just got from other sources to get mm. the amount that he needs to see us go forward. Mm. And I know over the years, you know, certainly what we've seen in half of the house come through in our church has been mm. quite miraculous. Mm. It's not about what I've got to give. Mm. It's a heart condition. Yeah. Now, for, for the person listening to this whose business might be in a fragile state, maybe they're in a startup phase and they've got, you know, they want to see themselves as a, as a, as a giver to God's kingdom, but big dreams, the business is hard, and they're feeling pressure and they're almost at this point going, God, would you just use me? If you could look down the barrel of that lens and you could talk to that person right now and send, you know, give them a word of encouragement as they have this big heart and they're early in their journey, now, what would you say to them? Okay. Look right, right what would I say? I tell you what I'd say. I'd say, continue to trust God. Continue to believe that He has everything under control. Don't make dumb decisions. Make wise choices in, in what you're doing with your finance. You know, you, you don't want to kill your business to give so much this year that it just cripples your business for next year. We've got to, we've got to build this business to be strong. You know, as I said, my own... Um, mission statement is to create wealth through kingdom principles, kingdom purpose. Wealth, wealth is strength. 
And from a position of strength, you're poised for opportunity for further investment in business, but you're also poised for opportunity to be a better person. And so, you know, at the very early stages of business, you only can give a little because, you know what, you ain't got a lot. But you need to be able to be understand that it's the heart. It's not about the amount, it's the heart. So trust God, continue to keep taking the face steps, make wise choices in your business, make sure that you're keeping your business strong and build it to that wealth stage. Hey, and Denton, uh, we want to thank you for not just sharing with us here um, at, at the Mavericks convention, but sharing to the wider audience of 100X, you're a legend. Your friends call you the Don, because uh, look, you wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of the Don, but hey, thanks for being with us.